Kevin Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today's Monday, June 28th of 2021. Glad you guys have joined us this morning. Uh, as I reflect back on the weekend, there's no wonder I'm still tired. <laughs> I am too. Oh my gosh. So we did the whole uh, concert thing that we did uh, in Jonesboro on Thursday night. Came to work on Friday and was exhausted, mm-hmm. exhausted all day Friday. Saturday was a big day for our buddy David, the barrel boy. He went off and got married for the second time, <laughs> which included a, a long trip and you know lots of driving and stuff like that. And then yesterday was Leslie's birthday. Meemaw went to church for the first time since COVID. I mean, it was like, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. So by the time I woke up this morning, I'm like, why does it feel like somebody dropped a piano on me? I get it. You know? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like I'm one of those guys, uh, who was it? The Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote? Where yes. the Roadrunner would always, something would happen to Wiley Coyote. Mean- Ki- yeah. And Wiley Coyote would get hurt. He'd fall off the edge of the cliff. Yeah. Or the piano would drop or something like that. I feel like I'm Wiley Coyote. Boom. Today. Yeah, I get that. So anyway, that's how Monday's going to start. Glad you guys are here with us today. There is a whole bunch of fun stuff to talk about. Uh, plus, Kelly has, uh, well... It's almost like she thought she was at a state fair this weekend because she has demolished multiple vehicles. That's true, y'all. Yes. It's been a it's been a weekend. Pretty much everything she touched oh, turned okay. to disaster. All right. And we'll go through that as we go throughout the show this morning as well. Plus the wedding stories from David's wedding. Like if you saw our social media, it was really sweet that we were there, but there was a little bit of stuff going on behind the scenes that you really can't see in the photos. So we'll get to that today as well. Again, today, June the 28th, National Logistics Day, the people who handle logistics to make sure things go from point A to point B. Yeah, because that's not how my brain works. So good job to those people. Yeah. So it's also National Paul Bunyan Day, which if you've looked at many of Kelly's photos, a lot of times in our photo shoot, she dresses as Paul Bunyan. What? Because of my flannels? <laughs> yeah, Guilty we, as charged with the flannels, guys. We did a deal one time. It was like a, a photo shoot for something that was going to air in July or August or something no, like that. Brandon, She's got you a are a liar. Look. It was like, November. Oh, a, it's a good look there, Kelly. <laughs> also, National Insurance Awareness Day. Make sure you've checked your policies and that you're getting good deals, number one. But make sure you also have enough coverage because mm-hmm. you would hate for something to happen. And all of a sudden you realize, oh, guess what? It's not going to pay off the car. It's not going to pay off the house or the apartment Mm -hmm. or the rental or whatever. Uh, National Insurance Awareness Day. Shout out to my buddy Rob Taylor. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, International Body Piercing Day today as well. Oh. So, uh, Kelly has uh, multiple piercings. I do not. I have two. Right. In my ears. Right. That's it? Yes. Do you ever have anything else? No. Did you? I did. I remember when you pierced things on the radio. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. So I had four earrings and a couple of nipples. I still have a couple of nipples, well, but they're okay. not pierced. Okay. <laughs> Just a heads up on that. I don't want to cause concern this morning. <laughs> don't most people? I think so. Uh, yeah. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 2014. And Brett Eldridge had the number one song in country music on this day. You got soul and you know how to use it. Put your hand on my hip, cause you know that I lose it. You got my heart racing like there's nothing to it. Falling in love to the beat of the music. Oh, 
seven years ago today. The number one song in country music. It's Brett Eldridge. I think I could get used to that steel drum playing. Waking up on the beach if you know what I'm saying. One more night would be more than all right with me. Oh, yeah. Man, it's hard to believe the month of June is almost over. July the 4th is coming up this weekend. What the heck? Where has the year gone? (laughs) Welcome to Monday, y'all. And as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. And we've got you gossip on Cardi B. I'm a district in the chat. I like it like Well, Cardi B has been hiding a little secret. She's pregnant, and she's shared the news while performing with her husband, Offset, and his group, Migos, over the weekend at the, on the BET Awards. So basically, after Offset finished one of her his performances, Cardi joined him on stage to perform, and she had on this black bodysuit, rhinestones all around it. But right there in the middle where the baby bump is, it was kind of like a, like a sheer panel that showed her baby bump. Ooh, okay. She also posted a photo on Instagram announcing baby number two. She posted a a full pre-body shot with like a plastered or paint. You know how people will get their their baby bumps plastered and then you can um, you take the plaster off and you have the baby bump and you can frame it? Oh yeah, okay, gotcha. It looks like she's in something like that. But Cardi B soon to be the mother of two with a new baby on the way. All right, got your gossip this morning on Justin Bieber. And I'll be right here with you There's a video on TikTok of Justin Bieber showing up at his apartment building in New York City and there's a bunch of fans outside, and he's not happy that they're there. Like, he basically tells them, you guys got to go. So he's walking in. The car drops him off. He's walking in with a bodyguard. And as he's walking in, one of the fans says, can I get a hug? <laughs> Here's what Justin Bieber had to say on the streets of New York City. I hear you. 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 This is my home. You know what I mean? This is where I live. I don't appreciate you guys being here. You guys can be anywhere else. This is my home, you know. This is where I, you know, at the end of the night when you come home, mm-hmm. you want to relax. Mm-hmm. This is my space to do that. So I'd appreciate it. You guys can be there. Can I get a hug? Yes. Uh, so basically, he says, "Hey, no hug, no photos," and he goes on inside. He didn't want to take the time because, again, like he said, in case you yeah. couldn't understand the audio, he said, "I'm at home." This is my home. Yeah. This is where I come to relax. Mm-hmm. Now, it might be a little bit different because he is in this probably, you know, giant condo in the middle of New York. Yeah. So it's not exactly like, you know, you're outside of a gated home. 
But still, I get what he's saying. Right. Justin Bieber, not real happy with the fact that fans were outside. And he let them know. And that video was up on TikTok this morning. Gotcha gossip on Dwayne The Rock Johnson. If you smell what The Rock is cooking. So we know that Dwayne Johnson can act, but can he sing? So he posted a really sweet message for a fan named Missy, who has been living with stage four breast cancer for about the six for about the past six years. Mm. And Missy also happens to be a fan of Garth Brooks. So The Rock decided to, uh, I guess, go country to try to make her smile. Mm-hmm. Here is Dwayne Johnson's message to Missy. I want to say, first of all, thank you for being a fan. I am honored and I know that you are fighting hard. I know that you have been battling stage four breast cancer for six years now and i know that you're home keep fighting and keep staying strong missy i also know that you are garth brooks's biggest fan garth is a buddy of mine and you know i love my country music so in the spirit of garth this one's for you this old highway is getting longer (laughs) sorry whoops seems there ain't no end i'm so sorry i sing in keys that don't exist I'm going to let Garth sing. He will be honored to know that you are a fan of his. Thank you. Stay strong and keep inspiring all those around you, including us. We love you, Missy. Stay strong. It's really sweet. And I believe the song that The Rock was trying to do uh-huh. was this one. This old highway's getting longer. I mean, yeah. come on. <laughs> it seems there ain't no end inside. To sleep would be best. But I just can't afford to rest I gotta ride in Denver tomorrow night This was Garth's first big hit I call the house but no one answered For the last two weeks no one's been home I guess she's through with me To tell the truth I just can't see What's kept the woman holding on this long? And the white line's getting longer, and the saddle's getting cold. I'm much too young to feel this ammo. All the cards are on the table, with no ace left in the hole. I'm much too young to feel this ammo. Dwayne The Rock Johnson continuing to make the world a happier place. There you go. And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got your gossip. Sometimes there's stories that just make you feel good. Ah, I feel good. I feel good. I feel good. With Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, there's a sweet story out. There's an animal spot in Cincinnati. It's called Cincinnati Animal Care. They realized that a cat was in their facility. And the cat was about to turn 19 years old. So they thought they wanted the cat to, you know, have a special, special day right there because, I mean, he's in his golden years of being a cat. Yeah. And they wanted to celebrate the cat. So they made a post on social media that said, happy birthday to this beautiful fella who would love a nice, quiet home to live out his golden years. Guess what happened? Within 24 hours, somebody was there. They picked up Sammy, the senior cat, adopted to a new home. And the promise is, is that Sammy will have his 20th birthday, and there will be a big celebration on his 20th as well. Wow. So, it's one of those stories, man. When you hear it this morning, it just makes you feel good. Brandon Baxter in the morning. I need a nurse friend to come and, oh. I don't know, give me an IV of coffee or something. Can you do I'm that? so exhausted. I'm, I am tired today. 
it was a really ready. It was a really busy day. Like I had to, I had to achieve. You know, I had a lot of stuff to do as an achiever. Yeah. Because again, you know, we did a concert Thursday. We did uh, David the Barrel Boy's wedding, which um, was in Little Rock, which was a drive, and and then we did a big deal. It was really sweet yesterday because uh, Leslie's Meemaw, um has uh, was able to go to the uh, was able to go to church for the first time. And the neat thing about that is, uh, for those of you who might not know the whole story, Leslie's Meemaw and Papa ended up with COVID just after Thanksgiving. Okay, um, it was bad. They were both on a ventilator, put on a ventilator on the same day. And the chances of coming off the ventilator, not real strong. Um, so we suffered loss in January, like January the 4th. And, you know, it's been a really rocky time since Thanksgiving of, of uh, you know, loss and grief. At the same point, Meemaw's here and, uh, you know, she came home and she couldn't really do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, she was bedridden. She couldn't <clears throat> even hold a piece of paper. I remember handing her a piece of paper. She couldn't hold a piece of paper, couldn't hold her phone, could barely move her fingers, could barely move her feet. <clears throat> there was a point where we didn't know if she was going to make it. And then as she started to get a little bit better and, you know, people were able to sit her up and we were able to move her a little bit and all that, you know, she kept fighting and fighting and fighting. Yeah. She wasn't going to give up, even though there were days where it was really, really sad and really hard for her. Um, she set this goal to go to church on June the 27th because a friend of theirs was going to be a guest preacher and she wanted to be there to hear the message. Right. And when she set that goal a couple of months ago, we're all going, ah, you know, we don't want her to set herself up to not be able to do it because that would be sad. But then all of a sudden over the last month or so, like she's started to have a little more movement and she was able to stand up with a walker and take a couple of steps down the hall and, so yesterday, on June the 27th, the day that she said she was going to go to church, she got to go back to church for the first time. And the whole family was there, and she pulls up in the car, and she gets to go under the awning, and she gets out. And it was really sweet because her church friends were there and celebrating Aww. her and supporting her. And uh, she was able to stand up and get out of the car, sit down to her wheelchair, and then you know the whole family went and sat with her. And just a really sweet moment yeah. that we didn't know if we'd get to experience. And uh, she was really, really happy at the end of that. Because everybody was so sweet. So yeah. to everybody at the church, who was just, I mean, they, they talked about her, you know, as they were given the messages and all that stuff. And it was just a special moment and one of those deals where, um, you know, we didn't know if we'd get there. Mm-hmm. But the picture of that, we put that up on social media. It's pretty sweet. It's a lot of the family there. Well, and how cool it was your wife's birthday and all of that happened on her birthday. That's yeah. her meemaw. That's yeah. what a birthday present. No, and then her birthday, you know, I tried to do a good job for her birthday as well because I never want them to outdo me. Uh, oh. Which is the truth, because they did a pretty good job on my birthday yeah. and Father's Day, so mm-hmm. I had to just keep buying stuff. Oh. Well, I talked to her yesterday, and oh. she seemed really happy. I didn't know So I will her. tell you that whatever you did, which yeah. I don't know yet, but good job. No, it was, it was <clears throat> nothing major. You know, she just got a whole bunch of makeup and some new clothes. and That's what can make us happy. Yeah, the, the new vacuum and stuff like oh, that. Oh, you got that. I want to use it. She swears I, by it. She says it's maybe the best thing I've ever bought her. Well, I love, I hate cleaning, but vacuuming, I, there's something very satisfying about it to me. Yeah. And I would spend a lot of money on a vacuum cleaner. This one wasn't too bad. But I mean, you know, but still, let me give you the, the rundown on it because it almost feels like if I tell you how good it is that I should get paid to tell you the name of it. Real, well, yeah. Because I mean, she was like, no, this is one of the best gifts I've ever received. You know, so anybody who goes through the same thing. And a child. And a child. And a husband. Um, so this thing is is a mop because you can go over the hardwood. Yep. 
and you can you can shine the hardwood with oh. it. You can suck up the dog hair with it, and you can even take it to the carpet and clean spots on the carpet. Is there an info commercial on this? Because I think I've watched it. A what? Info commercial. You know, like the commercials at night. Did you say an info commercial? At first, leave me alone. Do you mean an infomercial? Oh. An infomercial. Yeah, an infomercial. But you know yeah. what? Everyone knew what I meant. No, I don't know if there's one for these, for this one. Oh, because I get hooked on the vacuum cleaner ones. Anytime there's one of those on and they're like sucking up like coffee grounds or something yeah. like that, I love it. Oh, and then like, because we, all the, the hardwood floor that we have throughout the house, she's like, you know, I thought this was clean. I just mopped it last week and look at all the stuff. It's almost like you girls get so excited. It's almost like doing the blackhead removal thing. It is. Where you guys get so fired up about it. That it's you're satisfying, like, oh, look, yeah. I got all this dirt up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, the, the best thing you could possibly do if you're out there in an inventor <laughs> and you're creating the liquid that goes into those things, create it to where it comes out clear, but as soon as it That could make sense. And speaking of the blackhead removal deal, I was somewhere the other day because I thought it was just my wife who loved that. And I saw somebody doing that in public, if you will. Hang on. If you will, that's Dusty uh, Where? I'm not going to tell you where. Like I don't with wanna... the, with one of those strips. Mm-mm. The the tool, the blackhead removal tool. I saw somebody doing it in public. Was it you? No, it wasn't me. But I was like, I stopped and looked. I'm like, what is happening over here? Huh? I mean, I guess girls love doing that, and yeah. we're the hmm. we're the guys who who suffer from it. Hey, come here. Does it even hurt? It's like it hurts real bad. Your scalpel <laughs> into my back doesn't hurt you at all. I get it, but it's killing me. Leave me alone. Man. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So a driver in Maine was pulled over for speeding. They were really flooring it. They were going 45 miles per hour. uh, Sorry, they were going 110 in a 45 mile per hour zone. 110. Yeah, I got it. Okay. That's a lot. All right. So when the cop caught up caught up with them, the driver said that he was driving so fast because a female passenger desperately had to go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure you get that. Totally get it. <laughs> so would my husband. So they were pulled over in the parking lot of a Circle K store. And while the driver was being arrested, the woman ran inside to find the bathroom. So apparently they weren't lying about that. Wow, okay. Of course, that's no excuse. The driver was hit with charges of criminal speeding, operating after suspension, and driving under the influence. Oh, okay, yeah. So the story's yeah. a lot worse mm-hmm. than it starts out as. But speaking of emergencies, did you hear my new joke about really needing to go to the bathroom? Uh, no, I haven't heard it. Thank goodness no one leaked it. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> and there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Here we go. Get up. It is Monday morning. Hope y'all are doing all right. Our job today is to make your day better. So I feel like I've had enough coffee already. Yeah, you do. Like I'm, I'm yeah. feeling much better now. What have I been up like? Uh, what is it? Almost four hours. Mm-hmm. So all good now. <laughs> we set to go. We're going to tackle Monday. Hey, uh, Kelly. Often we we chronicle some of the things that she does on the show, and sometimes her husband hears stuff and learns stuff about her for the first time on the radio. <laughs> Uh, my wife does the same thing. Every once in a while, Kelly will come to me and, and tell us or tell me that she's broken something. And much like when I was a kid and I'd go to a friend's house and I'd break a toy, I would throw it under the couch and leave. Unfortunately, Kelly broke a number of things over the weekend and uh, she could not leave because these are big ticket items. 
And I don't think she was going to tell me until we were at David the Barrel Boy's wedding. Mm-hmm. And one of her kids said, you're never going to believe what Kelly did. Yeah, and I had already told them not to say anything to you. Like, I had basically paid them. I was going to say, I will pay you not to say anything to Brandon. And, of course, that just lights them on fire. Like, they're excited to go. It makes them want to tell me even more. It does. And my family was getting ready for David the Barrel Boy's wedding. And I actually I have three teenagers. One is at the beach with his dad. The other two were with me. And they were actually excited about going, which I couldn't believe because most teenagers don't get excited about going to a wedding. But they were excited because it was David's wedding. And they also knew that there was an opportunity that you would be there. Oh, yeah. And if you're going to be there, that's an opportunity to make fun. Yeah, they're going to razz me the whole time. Right. Here's the deal. They're, what are they, 17, 13, and here I am, 31, and they're making fun of me. Of course. Yeah, you're 31. They're (laughs) continuing to make fun of you. So I'm getting them ready. Uh, We had to leave at a certain time, right? Well, we were walking out the door at that last minute certain time that my husband said, hey, we've got to walk out the door at this time Mm. for us to be on time. Yeah. So we were ready. Um, And I was happy about that. I also will say that throughout... The weekend and the night before, I think I was kind of getting on my husband's nerves. And even though he was being nice to me on Saturday, I have a feeling that um, behind the scenes, I was a little bit grating on his nerves. So let's just go ahead and put that into perspective while I'm telling you the story. So then me and my daughter are sitting in the car and I was going to drive and I start backing up my car and I had forgotten that people had put some stuff in the back of my car and my Mm -hmm. hatchback was up. Mm -mm. And when I and when I when I when I <laughs> went backwards, I hit the garage door, like the oh. top of it. And when I tried to put my hatch back down, um, it wouldn't close at all, not even kind of stay. Mm-hmm. So as we were, my husband was coming out the door. I had to tell mm-hmm. him no. that my hatchback wouldn't close, and he just looked at me with <laughs> with this blank stare that I will remember the rest of my life. He just looked at me and just kind of nodded his head. And went out and tried to fix it. And Bruce and Ella were looking at me like, this is not good. No, so like, you what is about stuck. to happen? You got stuck in the garage. I was stuck in the garage. Oh. My car was on. We were about to pull out, mm. and we couldn't take my car. That's bad. So then we had to take Ella's car, um, and we, we took Ella's car. But here's the, here's the thing. After this, we went to the wedding, had a great time. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, and I wonder if David should pay for that since you were about to go to his wedding. Like insurance for his wedding. It's like an insurance. Yeah, I get it. You would not have done that if you weren't going to his wedding. You're exactly right. Yeah, so Mm. we'll we'll ask him to pay for that. So Sunday morning, I get up to go get the kids breakfast. And since I couldn't use my car, uh, I decided to use my husband's truck. And it's a rap truck. We own a martial arts school, yeah. and it's a rap truck oh, um, yeah. with Joey rap. Perry Martial Arts. So I went to a, a place that you have to kind of pull into a stall um, to order your food, mm-hmm. and everything was great, but this truck's a little bit bigger than what I'm used to driving. Mm-hmm. And everything was great, in a good mood, singing on the radio, and I put the car into reverse. I look in my right mirror, look in my left mirror. I put it into reverse. Bam! And I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I tore the right mirror Mm-mm. off of my husband's truck in the stall yeah, and this lost, is... almost lost my mind as I had to roll up the window and cry for a while. Cause this then is I, bad. Because then I had to go home and tell him. So in two days, you have... In less than 24 hours, yeah, I have messed up two vehicles. So I would like to take this time to publicly apologize <laughs> to my husband.
Yeah. I'm really and, and the the thing is, I felt like I was being careful, mm-hmm. but I feel like everything I touch, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Not good. So I did not have the best. We had a good weekend, and luckily, um, he was nice. And after he didn't look at me when I got home from the whole, you know, his truck thing, he did hug me and tell me that he knew it was a mistake. So that helps. Husbands, that helps if you hug us. Same thing we do to our children. Well, it still helps. Mistakes happen, buddy. Oh, man. And to me. Oh, crash over here. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. The moral to the story, never let Kelly take your car uh, anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, happy yeah. birthday to you. Oh. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today. It's Monday, June the 28th of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to our coworker and friend, Kara Ritchie, who celebrates today. Happy birthday. Beverly Osborne has a birthday today from Pocahontas. Happy birthday from Gracie Jr. and Emmy. Uh, Also celebrating today, Katie McCurley. Happy birthday. Uh, Deanne Dixon of Stuttgart. Morgan Tidwell of DeWitt celebrates today. Sabrina Hill of Humphrey. Josh Addison of Stuttgart. Sean Bricky from Moralton has a birthday. Lisa Eastman. Uh, Holly Richardson of Jonesboro. Colleen Jones celebrates today. Galen Hendrickson from Stuttgart. We have Bonnie White also from Stuttgart celebrating today. Matt Montgomery of Jonesboro, Megan Whitcomb of Stuttgart, and Corey Throckmorton celebrates a birthday today as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities. Lacey Schwimmer is 33, former Dancing with the Stars pro. Elon Musk is 50 today. Of course, Tesla and SpaceX CEO. He's worth $165.9 billion. Goodness. <laughs> John Elway is 61 today. Denver Bronco legend. Kathy Bates is 73. You know her from Misery. Mel Brooks is 95. Director and writer uh, gave us Young Frankenstein, Blazing Saddles, and Spaceballs. Yeah. And happy birthday today to Kelly Pickler, who is 35. Oh, you can watch me walk if you want to, won't you? I bet you want me back now, don't you, don't you? I'm about to show you just how missing me feels. Am I right here? I still promise back in about 2006, 2007, we were at an event. She's checking me out. I'm pretty sure she's checking me out. <laughs> Kelly she was originally there on American Idol. And she was so likable, so fun, so Southern.
Bickler's birthday. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Kelly Pickler, who turns 35 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. <laughs> All right, here we go. It's Monday morning, and y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. We have Country Music News today on Trace Adkins. Lord have mercy, how she even get them bridges on? That honky-tonk, All right, so we know Trace Adkins, a bunch of big hits. Imagine him teaming up with Luke Bryan. We can kind of think about what that might sound like, right? Two very yeah. distinguishable voices in country music. But let's, let's throw in a side of Pitbull hmm. with those two. And see how that sounds. So what we have is a brand new song from Trace Adkins featuring Luke Bryan and Pitbull. The name of the song is Where the Country Girl's At. And it sounds a little something like this. Kelly, it actually works. Get ready for Pitbull. He's coming up. So it's Trace Adkins, Luke Bryan, and Pitbull all together. Where my country girl's at. New stuff from Trace Adkins, which is out right now. We have country music news today on Dirks Bentley. Some days you're just breathing, just trying to break even. Sometimes your heart's pounding out of your chest. Sometimes it's just beating. So Dirk Spentley and Luke Bryan did a 100-mile road bike race last month in Jackson, Mississippi. And in a recent interview, Dirk's talked about it. And he talked a lot about the tight biking pants that they had to wear. Dirk said, quote, We strapped on the old guys in tight clothing look with the Lycra big bike helmet and glasses. Not a look you want to be seen on seen in. Dirks goes on to say, but when you're six hours into it, you're dead, you're giving it all you oh. have, and your pants are slowing you down, and you want it to be over, and you don't want wind resistance, so there you are in your tight 
tight pants. Now, who won the race? Not Dirks. Wow. Dirk said, Luke Bryan, surprisingly good. He's got those big, strong legs, those farm legs. It's like tree trunks <laughs> pushing down on the pedals. So, yeah, he won. But he also was thinking about revenge. Dirk said he gets to get Luke out to his neck of the woods because he can't handle the elevation in Colorado. Yeah. He's like, I could crush him. So, Dirk's Bentley already mm. planning his bike race revenge against Luke Bryan. That's crazy. Yeah. 100 miles. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. I don't like to drive 100 right. miles, much less bike. And y'all, we have country music news today on Jimmy Allen. Girl, what's your name? What's your dream? Yeah, what's your favorite song? So Jimmy Allen is expecting his third child coming up this fall. He has one child from his previous relationship and then a new baby. Then he got married to his wife, Alexis, and now another baby due later on this year. We know the gender of the baby. They're expecting a little baby girl, but we're not sure the name yet. Jimmy Allen says he's a, a big fan of the show Game of Thrones, and oh, he yeah. wanted to name the baby girl Arya Stark Allen, <laughs> but his uh, wife is not really having that name. So they're still working on the name. But again, congratulations to Jimmy Allen, expecting baby number three in the second with his new wife coming up later on this fall. The new Jimmy Allen song with Brad Paisley is my favorite song on the radio right now. I wish I could go back to those days when the town was the whole world. And love was the girl next door. Soundtrack was a song in the dark. I miss those days when our dreams were there for chasing. The time was better wasted. We were summer young and living for a Friday. And freedom was a highway. Freedom was a highway. It's good stuff right there. It's Jimmy Allen and Brad Paisley. It's called Freedom Was a Highway New Music. And that right there is your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, so today is June the 28th, and today in pop culture in 1975, David Bowie put out a song that featured John Lennon on the backtrack vocals. The song went to number one. back in 1975. Also, today in pop culture in 1975, the Eagles started a five-week run at number one on the album's charts with their fourth album. The album was called One of These Nights, and it featured this song. You can't hide your lion eyes And your smile is in eyes the album also featured this one. Today in pop culture in 1986, it was a sad day because a big band was ready to say farewell. It was the farewell concert for Wham. Of course, you think about Wham hits and you think about this one. Today in pop culture in 1994, Alan Jackson released his fifth studio album. It was called Who I Am. It went on to be a number one album and it featured this one. Sometimes I wonder what I'm going to do. 
the summertime blues. The album also featured this one. She's gone country. Look at them boots. She's gone country. Back to her roots. She's gone country. Talon Jackson. A new kind of suit. She's gone country. Yes, she comes. And the album Who I Am also featured this. Living on love, buying on time without somebody, nothing ain't worth a dime. Just like an old fashioned storybook rhyme. Living on love. It sounds simple. That's, That's what, what you're thinking. But love can walk through fire without blinking. It doesn't take much. Living on love. Today in pop culture in 1997, it was a big rematch in the world of boxing. It was Mike Tyson versus Evander Holyfield. Well, guess what happened? <laughs> That's the night that Mike Tyson bit off Evander Holyfield's ear. So, 1997. Mm-hmm. And today in pop culture in 1999, Tim McGraw released a song that went on to become a number one hit. I had a barbecue stain on my white t-shirt. She was killing me in that mini skirt. Skipping rocks on the river by the railroad tracks. She had a suntan line and red lipstick. I worked so hard for that first kiss, and I'll hard don't forget something like that. 1999, this song was released on this day. It was five years later on a southbound plane. I was headed down to New Orleans to meet some friends of mine for Mardi Gras. When I heard a voice from the past Coming from a few rows back And when I looked I couldn't believe just what I saw You suntan line and red lipstick I worked so hard for that first kiss And a heart don't forget Something like that Today is June the 28th And that is Today in Pop Culture Positive minds lead to positive lives. It's time for your morning motivation on Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, he is here. He is back. He is Eric Birch, Birch & Co. Real Estate. Monday morning motivation. Eric, are you motivated and ready to motivate us today? I think I'm, I'm pretty much in the same mood as every other day. So it's, it's get up, get after it, do what we got to do. So... But heck yeah, let's uh, let's uh, spread some joy and let's uh, let's get after it today. And that's the deal, man. So much of our life is uh, you know based on how we perceive our surroundings and how we process the information. And truly, when you change your mindset and say, "Hey, you know what? This isn't, this isn't that bad. We're going to get through all this, and we're going to have good times in the peaks and valleys, like we talked about last week." Then you realize you just have to go and do it every day. Oh, I mean that's it. So I mean, if you you think about it, you go. Just reflect back on something when you go, man, that was like a great day. Like we had a good time and things just seemed to gel and come together and everything worked and all was good. So think about that day and go, did you have like a million dollars in your bank account that day and that's why you were happy? (laughs) Nope. No. (laughs) You know, was your house paid for and that's why you were happy? Nope. You know, so, you know, when you, there's all these things that we say, well, when we get here, you know, when we get this, when we make this happen, when mm-hmm. this comes together, then we're going to be. 
And if you can't be, if you can't take this appointed time and place, like right where you are sitting in this spot, and go, hey, it, it's just a mind shift. It's literally that change, and it's it's how we perceive things. It's how we, ah, uh, you know, I get. I was having a conversation with someone yesterday about one of our family members, and you know, and they go, well, well, aren't you worried? And I, I just looked at Ann. And I go, well, you know, I, I almost felt bad for a second because, no, <laughs> I wasn't worried, you know. And it, it, it sounded like, you know, an almost a hard hard thing to say to go, no, I'm, I'm really not concerned. And they were like, well, gosh, if that was my, you know, dot, 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 you know, <laughs> then I would probably be concerned about that or worried about that. And I go, okay, so if, if it was yours and you were worried or you were concerned, how would that benefit you? Right. None or none, you know, and I couldn't figure out a way that it would. So, and they couldn't come up with anything that would. And I said, so the other thing is, you know, a lot of times we think, oh, we're worried about our kids or our moms or our dads or our brothers or our sisters or our family members or our coworkers. And you go, how does that benefit them? Mm -hmm. So how do we flip it? Well, so think about this, Brandon. How, How often have you talked to your mom and she just called and she goes, hey, I'm just worried about you. No, I mean, have you yeah. ever heard that? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. That's that's what parents do. That, well, let, let's change that. Number one, let's change that statement completely because you go, hold on, mom. You're worried. You're worried about me. I, you know, I had no clue until you told me, and now that you've told me, do I feel better or worse? Well, you don't feel better for sure. Right. You don't. Well, well, oh, my gosh, Mom, you're worried about me. Well, then that just makes me feel like I'm on top of the world. That just, you know, thank you for calling me and telling me you're worried about me, that your life is stressful or your life is challenging or your life because you're worried about me. You know, so it's almost like we say these things and we don't even think about it, Mm -hmm. you know, because there's like absolutely no benefit of somebody two hours, five hours, 10 hours, 20 hours away. And they're sitting there worried about you. Right. You know, and you go, uh, why would you spend that time? Because I'm not sitting here thinking, hey, look, guys, my life is 100% better because you know what? My mom's worried about me. Right. Doesn't do anybody any good at all. So, you know, as we just sit there and have that conversation uh, and said, well, what if, you know, okay, you you, ha- you weren't worried about them in the past and everything worked out. Well, but, but what about today? They're going through this again today. Are you not worried about them? And I thought, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> You know, because again, it does for me to sit here and worry. Uh, I don't think there's any action behind worry. I think it's an excuse. I think it is something to just mentally and really physically drain you. It's like, why didn't you get up and do that today? Why didn't you get up and accomplish something? Well, you know, I was worried. Okay. So nothing good, to my knowledge, and, and please correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, as I'm wrong each and every single day, but you know, correct me on this if I'm wrong. Has anything good ever came out, came out of worry? I can't think of one good thing that worry's brought on. Yeah. So if for whatever reason you're driving down the road today and you're worried about something, I'm worried how my boss is going to respond. I'm worried how my spouse is going to take this. I'm worried how am I going to pay my light bill. I'm worried about where's this going to come from or that going to come from or, you know, whatever it may be. And if you're, if you're driving down the road and you're hearing my voice, then it means you're probably at least 16 years of age, mm-hmm. uh, you know, probably older. But, you know, as I've told you guys at one time, I used to worry about 
Christmas and how, uh, you know, hey, we're, we're just barely getting by as it is. And now I'm going to have to go out and spend all this money and all these Christmas presents in January. The credit card bill is going to come in and how am I going to survive? But after two or three or four years, and I looked around and I go, you know what, Eric? You've survived every other year. <laughs> I've done you the know? same thing, man. I've done the same thing. You know, so guess what? You're going to figure it out. You know, and even as we go, you know, our prayers and hearts go out to the people in Miami when this building just falls apart, you know, just, uh, you know, under everybody's feet. And, you know, you know are, are things like that going to happen? Sure. Is there anything you can do about it? You know, probably not. And if you did spend your life trying to avoid those situations, I don't know about you, but I don't want to live that life. To me, that sounds like a miserable life. And when you talk to somebody and they go, well, I don't fly because and I don't drive because and I don't do this because and I don't do that because I'm like, well, crap, you know, I'd rather walk out. I'd rather walk across the street, get hit by a car. You know, then I would live that life. I lived like that forever with the fear of planes, man. And I didn't want to go places and all of that stuff. And once you get over that, once you get past that, it's so freeing to know that you have the ability just to go and do whatever you want to do. If you want to fly, you can fly. But for so long, I was so scared to do it that I paralyzed myself and didn't want to go on vacation because of that. That's it. So, you know, you you think about those things. So, you know, the, the whole topic and point today is, you know, are you where you want to be? Okay, and, and if you're not, and I and I and I'm not saying you know that's like you got to change 500 percent or a thousand percent, but maybe it's two percent or five percent or ten percent. But if if you didn't wake up this morning and just go boom, I know I'm exactly where I need to be, want to be, and and life is grand. Um, you know, again, little little change, little tweaks, whatever it may be. But if you woke up today and you go, yeah, I'm just not exactly where I want to be, then you were probably in that same position yesterday, the day before, probably last week, probably last month, and maybe even last year. Yeah. But what? But yet you haven't made any changes. You know, so we all know the definition of insanity, right? It's doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Exactly. So if you've been doing the same thing over and over for the past 12, 24, 36, 48, 60 months, and you're thinking, gosh, I really wish I had this, or I really wish I could do that, or I really wish this would happen or that would happen, but yet you have made no effort, you have made no change, and maybe it's because you're worried, you know, but whatever it may be, you've got to take some action. And if you're worried about something and that's what's holding you back or that's what's keeping you, you know, in the spot, or again, you're wasting time, energy, and effort. Uh, because again, again, mom, dad, thank goodness. I, I don't think I've ever told Hayden, I'm worried about you. Um, mm. no, uh, maybe I'm a bad parent now. But, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> but you know, it's just one of those things that I just thought, you know, that why are you spending energy and effort? If you don't worry about me, if you think something's going on in my world that I need some help in or need something, then do something about it. Mm-hmm. You know, don't, cause I, I guess worry is like, hey, I, if I say this, then you know I care, you know I love you. I go, no, no, if you're worried about me, come on my yard. That'll help. <laughs> you know, agree, if, yeah. if, you, if, you're, if you're worried about me, hey, go, go run to the grocery store, pick up my groceries so I don't have to. Yeah. Right? So, Put some money I mean, in my help, bank. Help yeah. me out. Here. Well, you know, okay, Mom, how are you worried about me? Well, I'm worried about this. Well, good. Handle that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but the, I, I, to my knowledge, that's not how it goes, right? It's just, hey, I'm worried about you. Just calling to tell you. Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, uh, thanks for that. Doesn't get me anywhere. 
but again, if you're if you're not where you want to be, and a little tweaks, little changes, and I'm talking about as little as taking a picture of something, whatever it is you want, wherever it is you want to be, whatever it is you want to do, print it out today. Hit print on a on a I don't care if it's black or white or color printer, or take a you know whatever it is and post that in front of your commode. Yeah, why do I say post that in front of your commode? Because you're going to look at it at least once a day, right? Mm-hmm. So, and that vision board, you know, even as, as this weekend went through and Ann and I were sitting out in our courtyard talking and, and uh, she goes, it's funny, I just went in there, there were some things that, that came up and some things that we were able to accomplish this last week. And she goes, you know, very, very interesting because I went in there and looked at your vision board and you know what happened this week is on your vision board. And it has been for two years. Yeah. And although there was not a lot of time, energy and effort that I put into that, like, I did not focus on this thing to come together. I didn't, I mean, uh, mentally, physically, I did not just get up every single day and say, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. But subconsciously, I've looked at it, you know, a thousand times. And because I've looked at it a thousand times, you know, your brain will do whatever you tell your brain to do. And if you, it doesn't understand limitations, it doesn't understand holdback, it doesn't understand worry, and it's, you know, trying to figure out why you're even spending time, energy, and effort on that. But set your mind to whatever that is, make a small tweak, make a small change. When your parents call you and tell you they're worried about you, ask them to come mow the yard, that'll help out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, move forward, change something in your life, because if you don't make a change, you're going to be in the same place in the next 12 months, 24 months, 36 months, 48 months. He's Eric Birch from Birch & Co. Real Estate with your Monday morning motivation. Have a great week, dude. You guys as well. We'll talk to you next week. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Hate to break it to you, Arkansas, but your most eligible bachelor, David the Barrel Boy, is no longer an eligible bachelor. Kelly and I and her family got to go and see David get married for the second time <laughs> over the weekend. So, <laughs> I think that it? you should clarify the second time. Because typically it sounds like he's getting married the second time to a different woman, but he's actually getting married to the same woman for a second time. That's what I said. It's his second uh, marriage. Uh-huh. His second wedding. You like to leave things no, open, though. Yes, no, you I do. I, didn't, I did not intend anything other than to say we were able to attend David's second wedding. Because of COVID. <laughs> and Listen, last year. Some of the details aren't that important. And I don't think that detail is that important. I'm trying to defend his wife. Yeah. So old David, uh, he got married in the middle of a pandemic and didn't want to postpone his marriage because he was so needing to get married. <laughs> so much so that he decided he would pay for two weddings and have one that was nobody <laughs> nobody was had. And then the one he invited all of his friends to. Uh, So Kelly and her family get in the car and she wrecks her car before she leaves, as we talked about earlier today. It's true. I messed up my hatchback. So my wife, based on some COVID concerns and just different stuff that she's gone through and uh, taking care of her Mima and stuff, she stayed back. So I had the time to travel by myself. So it was kind of different. Uh, Kelly didn't invite me to ride with her family, which is fine. I did not know you were the last time I talked to you, you were coming with your family. Yeah, that it's was a plan. simple text. That's all yeah, it is. Didn't really work out like that. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I get kind of dressed up. I get as dressed up as I get for the most part. And the uh-huh. weird thing about me getting dressed up is I wear the same things to weddings as I wear to funerals. <laughs> it's the same outfit. What do you think that that represents? It's the same gimmick. <laughs> 
What do you mean? Saying goodbye both times, ma'am. <laughs> My gosh. Goodbye to life, goodbye to freedom. <laughs> Holla, David. <laughs> so you're saying that you were wearing black. Yeah, it's it's because like here's my thought. I told my wife, I'm like, I don't have that many. I don't wear button ups that much, right? Yeah. And I could have wore a white one, but it's 104 degrees outside. I don't want to wear white and sweat. It's disgusting. Oh, you just want to wear black and sweat. Well, at least nobody can see the sweat. Oh. Who wants to be the guy with the rings around his arms? Oh, yeah, that's bad. I don't want to be that guy. So I wore my funeral outfit to David's wedding. <laughs> then uh, we get there, and I'm kind of like, first of all, I get to the the church too early. I'm like 30 minutes early and I'm never early anywhere. And it surprised me because the, the, my kids were asking where you are. And I was like, no one, Brandon, he will be walking in as soon as it starts. Oh, I'd basically be walking in at the same time David's right, walking in. Right. But no, I get there early. So I just drove around. Cause I was like, I'm not going to get there that early because I'm by myself. Yeah. What am I going to do? Sit there and yeah. By myself. Right. That's weird. Right. So then I get there, I pull up with about three minutes to go. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and walk on in. I walk into the room, the big, uh, the big spot where they're holding the wedding in the church. The sanctuary. Mm-hmm. And as I sit down, I'm in a section that nobody else is in. And I'm like, if I sit way in the back, <laughs> that's awkward. So I decide to go maybe three quarters of the way to the front. Not mm-hmm. all the way to the front, but I went most of the way up there. And I'm sitting there and I look around. <laughs> and Kelly, we don't know David very well. We've worked with him for all these years, but mm-hmm. I didn't know very many people who were at the wedding. As a matter of fact, when I first sat down, I didn't know anybody who was there. And then I started thinking, oh my gosh, I'm at the wrong church. I started thinking I was at the wrong wedding. And if I were at the, if I was to be sitting at the wrong uh-huh. wedding, I think I would have just stayed. I think you would have too. Just been there for somebody mm-hmm. else's wedding. So finally I saw David's parents and I'm like, well, okay, for sure I'm in the right spot yeah. because David looks exactly like his father. Well, I didn't realize that oh until I saw his father and my husband Joey was like, oh my goodness, is that David's dad? It has to be. Yeah. Yeah. Basically the same thing. I looked down at my pants and I realized that like an idiot, I took a protein bar on the way there. So if I got hungry, I wouldn't stop and get a hot dog. So I looked down at my pants and I got protein bar on my pants. <laughs> Because, like, the peanut butter fell off uh-huh. and smeared down my pants. Oh, wow. So then, as any 44-year-old man at a wedding would do, I start licking my finger and try to rub it off my pants. <laughs> 44-year-old woman would do that, too. I'm like, oh, gosh, I don't want people to see yeah. this. It was a pretty ceremony. Like, yeah. they did a good job. and They had bell players and they're playing bells. They played the bells, yeah. What song is that that they play on the bells? I don't know, but it was some kind of... Uh... I don't know. Some kind of was it Jingle Bells? It was not Jingle Bells. It was it was not a Christmas song. I wasn't sure if it was Mm -hmm. Jingle Bells. So then here comes David, and I have this moment because again, I've known David since he was like just graduated high school, and he came in here as just a kid, and he was shy and awkward, and we weren't sure if he had any potential to do what he ended up doing. And to see him up there, I was like, wow, that's pretty sweet. No, I, I was, I got a little teared up when he was up there. And I told my wife and uh, I guess it was my wife and son. I was like, that's the one person I'm really glad I invested time in. Yeah. You know, as somebody who's, who's uh, I don't know, a manager, mentor, whatever, when you invest time in somebody and they end up doing a great job, you're like, man, that was the right yeah. choice. So I was really proud for him. And then we got to go off to the reception. Well, did you have anything from inside the... 
the sanctuary? No, I just, my kids were, I guess they haven't been out in a long time and they were happy to be out and they giggled through the whole thing. And I was just like having to be, have them be quiet and elbow them a million times. You almost changed rows. And and Bruce is like, I'm sorry. It's when it gets really quiet. It's when it makes me laugh. And I'm like, okay, well stop. Yeah. So they're about to kiss and you hear children (laughs) laughing and it's David and you know he knows who it is. Right. He knows where we are. He knows it's our section. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh no. Oh no. Then we oh, go over to the what? It was funny how my son was going to make you sit by yourself. And then you made us sit on your own. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, let's sit behind Brandon and make him think he's by himself. Right. Because I was by myself. <laughs> and then to know that y'all were behind me looking at the back of my head the whole you time, that wasn't going to work. Right. No. I said, no, y'all come up here. Mm-hmm. We get We get over to the reception because initially we weren't going to go to the reception. And then I started thinking to myself, again, this is David, the barrel boy's wedding. I started thinking, well, we at least need to say hi to him. Cause I, yeah. we tried to get his attention as he was leaving the wedding yeah. and he didn't <laughs> look over. Yeah. That was Kelly, by the way, <laughs> in front of hundreds of people, David, over here. And you're like, no, don't do that. Well, I mean, we wanted his attention. We get to the reception. We really don't know anybody. We get a table. It's just me and Kelly's family for a little bit. And then I start thinking, well, if I'm here. I might as well eat mm-hmm. because I remember David talking about how expensive the wedding was going to be. Yeah. This part really embarrassed my husband. So then I was like, I'm going to get my money's worth. <laughs> I'm going to get David's money's worth because I drove all the way down there. Uh-huh. So I decided to eat uh-huh. and I ate like I'd never had food. Y'all, when he brought his little table, his little plate back to us, it was like he was bringing food for the whole table. It was a buffet because I'd worked out I had worked out that day. I needed some more protein and some vitamins and stuff. You got it. So I'd, I actually I had to wheel it back over. <laughs> uh, but like literally I did that for David's family and Rachel's family because I, I thought if they're paying for this food, yeah, there's no sense in having waste. Brandon so got gonna, his money's worth. He's going to make sure it wasn't wasted. Mm-hmm. What about as we're sitting there of all the places? So you have me and Kelly. Here's bald guy. Um, former wrestler. Here's blonde Kelly, all tanned up with her shoulders showing. Here's Ooh. martial arts Joey. Here's a couple of teenagers. Like out of all the tables, there's 30, 40, 50 tables in this room. <laughs> Here comes the preacher and his wife. <laughs> we don't seem to be the table most preachers would sit at. Maybe that's why. They said, is this seat taken? <laughs> And I thought, I can't lie to a preacher. He came to the table. Yeah. Yeah. But of all the tables, Uh we were the one that you wouldn't think the preacher would sit at. Even my daughter was like, as soon as they sat down under, she was leaning over to me and she's like, oh no, this is not good. Does he know where he just sat down? Do you think there was a chance they wanted to witness to us? (laughs) Yes. Do you think there's a chance David's family planted them at our table? There's a chance that might have happened. (laughs) and i'm eating and i'm eating some more and i'm like i'll get some more food and i'm sitting there thinking well surely it was on reception are you coming to this thing <laughs> david was an hour and a half late to the reception what were they doing i don't know that when you get back i think they were taking pictures of like the, the wedding party and things well whatever they were doing it took a long time and we we finally heck almost got tired at eating so much food David's about to be up there and we're sweating now because we're waiting for David to come in. We just want to say, what's up, David? We're out. Yeah. And then here they come, like without a care in the world. (laughs) They walk through the door. I try to tell David hi. David gives me the Heisman. Yeah, he did. Because they knew they were an hour and a half late. And I guess somebody was like, hey, y'all need to do the first dance Uh before people leave. Right. 
David Heisman as, as he came in. And you and I were like, mm-mm. Uh-uh. So Kelly goes, David, just a picture. Just one picture. We're not coming here without a picture. And they're, they keep on walking. And she's like, no, they didn't. I'm like, Kelly, they have to do the dance before people leave. Right. And so you say, let's go. To the dance. Mm-hmm. You say, let's go. So I take off after you. Yeah, I tried to convince Kelly that we should get on the floor and dance with them. No. <laughs> and then my husband sent Ella with us because he knew that we would need a photographer, yeah, right? Yeah. So he's like, go, Ella. And Ella's like, what? What? So we start going. And I'm telling you, my husband said, Kelly, it was like, I've never seen anything like it before. He goes, it's David and his wife comes into the their own reception party. And you and Brandon and Ella follow them like it's some type of parade. Yes. Like, it's let's get our picture. <laughs> Because we wanted to take charge of David's wedding. This is probably the reason he really didn't want to invite us to the wedding. That's what he said. He was like, here y'all come in, like telling people where to pose. No, David, this is your wedding. We realize that, but we need a picture for Instagram. Basically, and what they're, did. Their poor parents are like, what are they doing? They're all thinking this is the reason we didn't want to invite right. them. Right, yeah. But it was it was sweet, and it was, uh, it was cool to see David get married and for the second time, and very happy. They're on a they're on a honeymoon, I think, doing yeah. their honeymoon things. And yep. Yeah. So congratulations for that. <laughs> what? Why are you congratulating him? Doesn't that deserve congratulations? <laughs> you know what it does. At this point in my life, <laughs> it would deserve congratulations. What is that weird? <laughs> I take that back. Please strike that from the record. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. We were talking about going to David the Barrel Boy's wedding, and uh, we were wondering why the the preacher and his wife might have sat at our table, the karate wrestling radio table, which would have been like, of all the tables there, the one that fit the least at that wedding Mm -hmm. was the table that we were at, which is fine. It is what it is. Uh, But Eric Mahfouz, he does the news. Southeast Arkansas, Central Arkansas. He says, and this is talking about the preacher choosing us. It says, Jesus mostly hung out with questionable folks. A preacher sitting with you tracks. (laughs) We were the lepers. So thanks a lot, my foos. Why don't you go back to doing the news? (laughs) Why is he picking on us? Oh, no. Maybe that's what it was. Hopefully everybody ended up with a, a good night, much like David and his honeymoon. She's a walking, what? talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Did you know a DNA analysis of apples found they all originated in the mountains of Kazakhstan? Really? Yeah. Very did, nice. I did not know mm-hmm. that. Is that where Borat is from? Yes. All right. How about that? How about me knowing that? I'm proud That's of you. pretty big. Did you know you could last about 15 seconds in space without a spacesuit and helmet before you'd go unconscious? Ooh. But you could stay alive for up to three minutes. All right. Yeah. How about that? And did you know there's only one song on Rolling Stone's list of 500 greatest songs of all times of all time that's not in English? Okay. It's a song by Richie Valens, La Bamba. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. 
the only song on Rolling Stone's list of 500 greatest songs that's not in English. This is also the song that David danced to his mom, <laughs> uh, with his mom to at the wedding. Fancy footwork. Yeah. The limbo, I've never seen that as a first dance with the, the groom and his mom. <laughs> his mom is limber, isn't she? I was impressed. <laughs> Mama la bamba. Oh, break it down. <laughs> so sorry. It's what she does. Ready one more time? David's mom. David's mom. And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Well, the Tulsa Fire Department got a call because a cat was stuck up in a tree. Silly cat jumped up Aww. on the tree, was able to scale the tree, get up way too high. The issue was, is you know, sometimes you hear about, hey, the fire department, the police department had to come and try to get the cat down from the tree, whatever. The issue with this was before they decided to call the fire department, the owner climbed up the tree. This would so happen to me. You know where this is going. <laughs> the owner gets up the tree, gets to the cat. The cat kept climbing. The owner keeps climbing and then realizes, uh-oh. <laughs> the owner got up the tree and didn't know how to turn around. I would die. So they had to oh. call for help, and the Tulsa Fire Department had to get the cat and the oh. owner out of the tree. That is a true story today from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And y'all, just a heads up, we have a deal going on right now on our Facebook page. Your chance to go see Chris Young on Thursday night. And all you have to do is like, comment, and share for your chance to win. So it's Chris Young and Tyler Farr. They're going to be at the Black Oak Amphitheater in Lampy, Missouri. It's coming up on Thursday night. And if you want to kind of extend your weekend, imagine going to yes. Lampy, hitting Branson, doing Chris Young. And we're going to send you for free. So you would be there to see Chris Young live. We can't seem to let go, girls. So I'm coming over, running every red light to hell with a closure. Save it for another time. Try not to think about you, but it ain't working. Why put out a fire when it's still All right, so you're thinking it's Chris Young and Tyler Farr. I'm going to aim my headlights into your bedroom But y'all, Chris Young, live in Lampy, Missouri. I was raised on girl, raised on Willie. Got my honky-tonk attitude from Joe Dippy. Daddy did too, it's family tradition. Lots of big hits from Chris Young. No one gets me like you when you kiss me. Girl, you rock me harder than some downtown. Oh, no. go through these songs, right? Thursday night, Lampy, Missouri. It's Chris Young live. We want to send you for free. Like, comment, and share on our Facebook page. Let's be friends. I've got some famous friends you probably never heard of. 
seconds and none. You might not know I'm here in this big city we're in. But when I go back home, I've got some. If you want to win, there is one spot to go, but you got to do that before 10 o'clock this morning. Facebook.com slash KFine1079. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, you hear all about Kelly and the demolition derby she did with multiple vehicles over the weekend. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not a good look. And uh, her family ain't real happy Mm -mm. with her. That's on the podcast today. I recap uh, my wife's birthday and the fact that we got to take her meme to church for the first time since she's recovered from COVID. It's emotional. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, David's wedding. David, the barrel boy, went off and uh, had his second wedding and. We had the chance to experience that and awkward moments and yeah. <laughs> All that's on the podcast today. It's the Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? We have the Bachelorette on at seven o'clock tonight. The two hour special Kiss Story Part Two on A and E, the second part of a two night event on the history of the rock band Kiss. Okay. Celebrity dating game uh, on ABC, and then we also have All American and The Republic of Sarah. All right. Hope you guys have a great day. We'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.